0: Well, this is Pod, the parliamentarian podcast, where we talk about parliamentary issues. Parliamentary just means having to do with meetings. So we talk about making meetings faster, more effective, better, and more enjoyable. Uh, I'm Kirby Glad. I'm a professional registered parliamentarian certified by the National Association of Parliamentarians. And as a professional, I've worked with many, many groups, a very Different types, whether they be political organizations, dog clubs, uh, unions, uh, church groups, to help them improve their meetings and make them better. Today we're going to talk about the special meeting. Now the regular meeting is generally called for in the bylaws as to this group will meet four times a year or every month or quarterly or, or whatever the requirements For the meeting, it could be a meeting of the members or the board or a committee or whatever, but those are the regular meetings are the ones that are normally held at a certain interval. Sometimes the bylaws will even have the date, you know, first Thursday of the month or whatever, and the time, but that isn't required. The time in the day can be set by the body itself or at the call of the chair, but a special meeting is a meeting that is outside of the normal meeting cadence. And it is held at a different time than the normal meeting and often is is for uh, an urgent purpose, something that can't wait until the next regular meeting, especially if the next regular meeting is far away. Now, the bylaws need to provide for special meetings. Uh, If they don't, then you're kind of limited to the regular meeting, which is dumb. So you need to make sure that your bylaws permit special meetings, and the bylaws should indicate who can call a special meeting and what is the notice requirement. The notice requirement would be how many days in advance, but also how the notice will be communicated. Now, the special meetings uh, generally are can be called by the chair. Sometimes they could be called by a committee or the executive committee or any two members of the executive committee or two officers or the chair. But also, there's usually some provision where a special meeting can be called by the members. Usually, a certain number of members or a certain percentage of members would have to petition to the chair and then uh, once the chair receives those numbers, of uh, individual requests and the chair would, would call the president would call the meeting um and the roberts rule said and this is all in section uh nine uh sec- paragraphs 13 and 14 15 how the special meeting is to be called and normally the president once the president receives the request from the membership would direct the secretaries to send the notice there's sometimes a problem because uh, the if the meeting is called by the members, it's because it's something the chair doesn't want to do. So normally the members will call up the president and say, hey, we'd like you to call a special meeting for such and such a purpose. And the president will say, no, I'm not going to. And so that's the only reason why the members would need to call the meeting. So sometimes the, the bylaws allow the special meeting process to skip the president by the members can appeal directly to the secretary, who will send out the notice, or sometimes the members themselves will send out the notice. It kind of depends on what the bylaws say, but uh, what should happen is that the president should respect the request of the members who want to call the special meeting and direct the secretary to send the notice. Now, the notice for a special meeting, of course, needs to go out uh, in the manner prescribed by the bylaws and with the time limit uh, set by the bylaws, but also must state the business to be conducted. Now, this is so the members can decide if they want to go because uh, everyone's busy and the members have to determine if the topic is one that interests them, if they want to uh, reschedule their busy lives and be able to uh, to go to this meeting. So the the topics can be listed in the call they have must be listed in the call there'll be a special meeting at such and such a date and time uh, and the agenda will be these things so you don't have to have the exact motions you don't have to even put when we plan to do about these topics you just have to show to show or say what the topics are uh, we're going to discuss the bylaw a bylaw change to bylaw nine uh, we're going to talk about the budget We're going to have a disciplinary procedure. We're going to authorize this expense or consider a certain expense or any topic. You just have to list the topic. You don't have to have the exact motions to be made. All right, so we're just going to take a minute and uh, earn some money, and then we'll come back and talk about things that you cannot do or how to do things in a special meeting. Hey, I know this is the spot where there's supposed to be an ad, and I don't know if uh, they're inserting ads automatically, but here's a short one. So if you don't have a copy of Robert's Rules of Order, let me tell you where to get one very easily. Now, there are two versions of the book. There's Robert's Rules of Order, newly revised. It's 750 pages. That's the book for parliamentarians. That's the one that you should have if you really are serious about the study of parliamentary law and Robert's Rules of Order. Now, if you're just a chair, I don't mean just a chair, But if you are a chair, you can use Robert's Rules of Order in Brief. Now, in Brief is only 230 pages, and it follows the rule of the 80-20 rule. It contains the 20% of the rules that are used 80% of the time. So that's a great one for chairs to peruse. And uh, if you want to make sure you get the right version of either of those books, go to my website, parliamentarian.com, and click on the link that says Order Books. And you'll see the two books there, The Robert Rules of Order and uh, Newly Revised. That's the big one. And then the In Brief is the one for chairs. If you order them right off of my website, you'll be sure and get the right one. Thanks for listening to this brief advertisement. When I say that only the topics in the call of the meeting can be addressed at the special meeting, of course, anything about that topic is germane. So any motion can be made about that topic. And of course, all the normal motions that have to do with consideration of a motion are also allowed. So you can have points of order and you can have uh, uh, subsidiary motions, you can have privileged motions, you can have incidental motions, anything that you would have in a normal meeting. Uh, It's just that the main motions have to be uh, about the topics that were in the call. If there was only one topic in the call, then You just have one discussion about one main motion. No, you can't have several main motions on the topic. Maybe a main motion is made about the budget and that fails and then another one's made and then that uh, fails and another one is made and that succeeds, that's fine. But it has to be all about uh, one of the topics that's going to be discussed that was in the call. Now, the purpose of that is to protect the absent members. So, because... Uh, it's to protect those who are absent, you cannot uh, launch into a, top, a new topic uh, unless all the members are there. So you can't say, for example, well, let's uh, suspend the rules that limit our discussion to the topics in the call, and then by a two-thirds vote, take up some new topic. No, you can't do that because the, uh, the the rule for only discussing topics that are in the call is to protect absent members, the rights of absent members. Now, if all the members are there, then you can have a motion to suspend the rule limiting discussion to the items in the call. If any member is not present, so if you've got 400 members and even one is not present, you cannot suspend the rule that uh, requires the or limits the topics to what's in the column that comes from uh, section 25 uh, paragraph 10 about rules that cannot be suspended of course the uh, issues about calling the special meeting that's all in section 9 uh, paragraphs 13 through 16 now the uh, the business to be transacted at the meeting uh, it can be anything having to do with uh, the topic. Now, you can also adjourn a special meeting. If you don't have a quorum, you can adjourn it to another time. So, of course, the privileged motions of setting the time to which to adjourn are permitted. And then, um, of course, you do whatever you can do to get a quorum at the next meeting, right? Now, if you want to do something that you all decide is urgent, that is not in the call, what you can do is go ahead and consider the motion and pass it, but that then has to be ratified at another meeting. Uh, you can call another special meeting just to ratify what was done at that special meeting that wasn't on the call, or you can ratify it at the next regular meeting. So the motion would be Uh, I move that we ratify the action that was taken at the special meeting on such and such a date, even though the action or the topic was not in the call of the meeting. And then uh, that just requires the same vote, whatever vote it would have taken, uh, to pass the action at a regular meeting. So an example of this would be that we have a special meeting, and it's about the budget. And then at the meeting, we say, well, well, that's unexpected. We did adopt a budget, but now we want to also approve an expenditure, which is not the same as the budget. So we want to spend some of our money we've budgeted for. We have an uh, urgent thing that we want to spend it on. Uh, but that wasn't in the topic in the call. So what we can do is, well, I um, move that we go ahead and expend the uh, uh, $500 for purchase of office chairs uh, subject to ratification at the uh, next regular meeting. Now the officers sort of you know, they they uh, could be personally liable for spending money that isn't if it isn't ratified. So you want to make sure that you have enough members at your special meeting that will support you later in ratifying the action, or you'll you could get yourself in trouble uh, for doing things that weren't weren't properly authorized by the body. Well, that's all for us today here at Party Pod. Thanks for joining. And remember that you can send your questions. You can either post it on our blog at parliamentarian.com or send your questions by email to kirby at parliamentarian.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y at parliamentarian.com. We're happy to uh, get suggestions of what to address on future podcasts or answer any questions that you have. And here's hoping that you will have better, faster, more efficient, and more enjoyable meetings. Thanks.